Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Super excited to be here with you today. We are in day 271 of the Faith Led Business Podcast, moving right along. I see you all jumping on. It's so nice to see you all. Welcome, welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about willingness. Willingness to step into what God has called us to do. And not only the willingness, but what it really takes in order to get that going. As entrepreneurs, we have this big calling and we have this big desire and we have a big heart to do what God is calling us to do in the marketplace. You know, they say there are these seven pillars or areas in which we as believers are called to uh to show the presence of God, like in uh, media, in politics, in all these areas. And one of those seven is business. One of those seven is business. And so we, as faith-led entrepreneurs, are the ones filling in the gap for that pillar, for that space and territory that God is looking to claim himself over, that God is looking to cover, that God is looking to be known and to be present in. And so today we're going to learn how that happens because uh, many of us stay in the space of, we've talked about this before, knowing of God. But when our knowing does not match our day-to-day movements, our day-to-day actions, then there is a true disconnect in what being a faith-led entrepreneur means. There is a true disconnect in what being in relationship with God looks like. And so we need to be able to define very specifically what that looks like as an entrepreneur because it's so easy for us to leave it at a very surface level. And we feel that we're doing more because we're learning more. And that is not the case. We are not doing more for the kingdom just because we know more. We are doing more through our experience of living it out. We don't get brownie points for knowing more, right? We get to be used by God in great ways when we say, yes, I'm willing. So let's go ahead. Let's dive into our reading for today, shall we? It is Isaiah 6, 8. And I should have worn my shirt because I have a shirt that says these exact words. I'll have to show it to you guys. It says, I hear the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, 
here I am. Here I am. Send me. When God wants to send you somewhere, he does not ask, are you capable? He simply asks, are you willing? That is a profound difference. And it takes an enormous amount of pressure off. And your abilities, God can do wonders with your willingness. Give me one second because this has been a week of interruptions, but my mom just called me on two different lines. So I'm wondering what's going on. Let me tell Jared really quickly to call her and we'll pray that everything is fine. Hold on one sec. Calling back. are back. Thank you for the pauses. This is almost, I almost feel like I need to have like a reality TV show here where you guys just follow me around the house in the middle of doing this. Oh goodness. But you are family and that's what family does. We just get up and go and we do the things that we need to do. So let's go ahead. Are you willing? You know, the big difference between being capable and being willing is so, so important, so important to know and to know where you stand in that. Where, what are you believing for? Where are you? Are you sitting in the place of, well, you know what? Um, I don't think I can quite do that yet, but uh, I'm just kind of listening and I'm waiting to learn more and I'm waiting to be more and I'm waiting for specific markers that I can check off and say, okay, now I'm ready. And that's how our human brain works, right? We want to check off the boxes to make sure that we're qualified for something. That's just how we are wired. That's why we get grades. That's why we graduate from one year to the next. But God doesn't work that way. He doesn't care if you've graduated or not. He doesn't care what you know or what you don't know. He just cares about your willingness. And this is why this is important. It's important because we are living, we're living in a day and time where when it comes to faith, the one man show is not the end all be all anymore. Before we used to just rely on that one great pastor that we would go and we would listen to either in person or, you know, online. And we would just, you know, it would be that. It would be that. And that was our weekly food. And then we would go about our week doing our own thing. And then we would come back and listen to that. But because there are those seven pillars that we are called to infiltrate for him, it's no longer the one man show. It is now the church that is being called to leave the building 
and be the one who says, send me. I will go. I will not spend so much time on the list of why I can't. And it's so funny when I say that because isn't it true that every time we come on here, we're just praying, okay, God, I want to be closer to you. God, I want you to use me in great ways. And then he finally puts something in your lap. He makes you aware of a gift that you can share with others, of the gift that he has infused with you. Only you, specifically you. And then guess what happens? You come to the table, and by the way, it's most likely your business if you're an entrepreneur. And then what do you do? You give him this long list of reasons why you can't and why you can't do it yet and why you're just not quite ready to push the go button, why you're just not quite ready to push the live button. We ask to be sent and he says, fine, I will send you. And then all of a sudden, we disqualify ourselves. We give the reasons why we can't. And when we see that from an external point of view, we're like, where is the logic in that? Does that even make sense? How can we even be thinking this way? Why, why do we do this? Especially in this year, where we ourselves are putting our focus on the issues at hand, on the things that have been troubling us. And we say, well, how can I help anyone? If I'm, I'm the first one to raise my hand saying, I need help. How can I help anyone? And it's so interesting. This year has been the year where we are truly seeing how this all plays out. How we are able to see how our external strength is directly correlated to our inner source. Let me say that again. Our external strength is directly correlated to our internal source. This is the year where God is making visible to us maybe how strong our marriages are or are not. How close we have been to God or how far we have been or how deep our faith is, how deep our trust is. Because it has been back to back to back to back reasons to waver reasons to get off track from our lane on our race. So 2020 has been a test, not of how strong you are. 2020 has been a test of where your source lies. Are you only happy when everything is going well? 
Is that the only time you're not grumpy or whining or complaining? Or just seeing the reason why everything won't work, including yourself, and that's why you can't be sent? 2020 is the time where God is looking to us to dig deeper into our roots, into our faith. And this is why we will be starting, if you were online yesterday, we will be starting to memorize scripture. Because if we cannot finish, as we said, when Jesus was tempted, he came back to the enemy every single time with it is written and then the appropriate scripture. If we don't have the ability to do that, we are defenseless in where we are being sent. And so I'm preparing for you guys. Make sure you're in the Faith-Led Business Builders free group on Facebook because I'm preparing for you guys something so that we will be memorizing scripture because we need it. If God is asking us to dig deeper and to be his source, then we need to be willing to do the things that are going to prepare us for that. If we're looking for preparation, that doesn't mean that you can't go out and move because you don't have everything memorized. He just wants to see you willing to move. Willing to move. And so what if, because God, his promises never return void. So what if 2020 is your year to realize, to become aware, to understand where you truly are, where you truly stand on the scale of belief? This is your year where he is making us all aware how much we go to him as a source or we go to the world as a source. This is a year of revelation. It's like he's opening up our eyes as entrepreneurs to see clearly where we stand and where the, our clients, where the people that we serve stand. But I'm telling you, this year is not over yet. We still have this last quarter coming. And this is your time to prepare. Because 2021 is going to be like something you have never seen before. When it comes to the rising up of the church. You as the church in your territory, which is business. And so he is calling us, those who are willing to go, to dig deeper into the soil, to dig our roots deeper so that as 2021 comes a calling, we are ready. We are ready. We are willing and ready to step into that calling. Your season will always expose your source. Your season will always expose your source. Where are you? What season are you in right now? 
what's being shown to you? What do you see that's lacking? Sylvia says, for some people, 2020 feels like Job's experience. Yes. But he, he dug in, right? His wife was saying, you know what? This God that you worship, um, I don't really think so. I don't think he's doing what he said he's going to do. And he, and he was like, woman, don't you distract my focus. I'm not saying anything bad about my source. I will trust in him till my last day. But how many of us, right? How many of us are willing to go through that and speak? Speak those words. And that's why I'm saying we need to memorize this stuff. We need for it to be something that we don't have to think about twice. It just comes out. And we then are the bringers of life to that circumstance, to that situation. We are able to intercept the enemy even before he gets there and starts laying the, the landmines. But that's gotta be something that we are working on. We are the bringers of the fruit in our space. The fruit can look like many different things. The fruit in faith, in transformation for our clients, in a better way of living, in a new perspective, a new way of seeing things, just because you decided to show up in a different way. And you were willing to share what you know. You were willing to be vocal about your faith. We were talking about this yesterday where many people are just hesitant about sharing their faith in business because they don't want to exclude themselves, let's say, from non-believers. They don't want to cut off that source of business. And for many of us, how is it that others will come to know Christ if not through us? They can know that we're nice people, but there are a lot of nice people who don't know Christ. It's almost like through us, they're knowing of him, but we want more than that. We want them to know him. We want them to know him. And trust me, there are so few influencers, so few influencers out there. I think I wrote it down. I hope it was in this binder. But um, I was looking at something the other day where they were talking about the number of actual influencers on social media with the, um, oh, it's probably not in this one. I go through journals like there's no tomorrow. I think it's in my other one. 
But it was something like, you know, out of 7 billion people, something like that, there are 7 or 8 billion people. There are only, it was like 43 million, was it? 43 million, something like that. I'll find the numbers for you. But like of half of a 1% of all the people in the world were actually stepping out to be influencers in their businesses on social media. It was half of a 1%. And you are sitting there saying, oh, but there are tons of people talking about this. Do you know in the comments how many different businesses there are? I can see you all here right now. You all have very different businesses. And you are saying there are other people already talking about this. In all of the business world that are on social media, they are half of a 1%, 0.5%. There is no competition with you. Trust me. Trust me. The Lord is saying, who shall I send? You better believe you want to raise your hand up high and say, me, Lord, me, me, me. There's nobody out there. There is no one out there. Now you may say, oh yeah, there are all these people. That's only because you are already in the entrepreneurial club. So your timeline just brings you those people over and over again. And that intimidates you because you think there's more. And how can I stack up to these people who are all professional and are making millions and gazillions and, and little old me coming here to do my business? That's only because you follow them. You're missing the millions and millions and millions of people who are not in that circle. You're not seeing the timelines of the people who actually need you. You're only seeing the timelines of other entrepreneurs who are doing the work. Am I telling the truth or not? That's all you see on your timeline, the people you follow. And so you spend your time just absorbing information, 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 yet never going out to the other gazillion people who are not in that circle but need your service. That, being willing to go to them, being willing to find them, being willing to minister to them through your business, that, that is the true example of someone who follows the Great Commission. Someone who is willing to break out of their circle of comfort online, on social media, and go and find those people. Let me ask you something. Do you spend more time on social media commenting on people's posts who are either mentors or friends in business 
instead of going out and finding the clients that you need, that need you. What percentage of time do you spend on social media within your circle? We're asking to be sent. Are we willing to go? It takes an active intention to go and find those people. To be willing to be in front of those people so that you can serve them and serve them well. It is so important. It says focusing on our capabilities can stop a good work before it even starts. If you are spending your time focusing on it, whether or not you are capable and you are telling yourself there are so many other people who can do this and share this. And, you know, all this space in this industry is taken up. I'm here to tell you it's half a percent with all the businesses combined who are active on social media actually working a business. Where is our source? What are we depending on? Who are we depending on? This is the year to test. God is testing us. He is seeing where we stand. And each of us individually, he's making a call to action to us. I will supply what you need, but are you willing? Are you willing or are you just going to stay in your place of lack and give me all the reasons why you cannot? Even though to other people or even to yourself, you're saying, God, please use me. I don't want to be here for nothing. I want to fulfill my assignment. Well, what does that look like? tangibly what does that look like on the day to day if you're having a hard time digging deeper sometimes we just need some very basic steps i heard someone say that the way mother teresa would wake up every morning was just saying Good morning, Jesus, when she would open her eyes. And by just doing that, she would set the tone for the rest of the day. One simple act, one simple sentence, one focus would make the difference of how she would show up. Acknowledging her source, and then being willing to be used. 
if you are having a hard time and you're spending more time in your lack and you have built up a really nice little list of reasons why you can't and why you are disqualified, start with that. Take the next 10 days, I dare you. Take the next 10 days. And as soon as you open your eyes, just say, good morning, Jesus. And see what happens by the 10th day. We need to be willing to dig our roots deeply. It's not by what we know. That is a lie. It is by who we know and how well we know him. The sign of spiritual maturity is not how much we know of the Bible. It's how much we live it out. Are we living it out? And are we living it out within our businesses? That is the key. For many of us, it's just launching it. For many, it's not even servicing the different people and the different types of personalities that are going to come your way. It's just literally pushing the go button to get your service out there and be willing to let people see that you are running a business, that you are open for business. Some people are stuck in the same place of deciding whether their business is open or not. They haven't even gotten to the place of serving people. And that, and that is where we need to make a decision. 2020 is showing us where our source lies. 2021 is going to bear the fruit of that. Are you willing to let 2021 look like 2020 has so far for you if you have not been rooted in him? I pray not. I know that you want your business to be successful. I know that you want to provide for your family and not only your family, but those clients who truly truly need you. Those of you who are here, I can see your names. I know you all have amazing potential in business. And I could even name people who would be great candidates for what you offer. Yet they don't know you exist. Whom shall I send? Here I am. Send me. What that looks like is being willing to be visible and open the doors of your business. Not only opening the doors, but going out into the streets, wherever they may be, of social media or real streets, and finding them and bringing them in. 
Those are all the details. I mean, how to do all of that, that's in the details. We teach all of that stuff in the visibility vault, right? How to get the content out there and how to get visible, all that stuff. But all of that stuff in the vault means nothing if you don't have the first part. The being willing to be used knowing that you're not qualified. Do you want someone to acknowledge that you're qualified? Is that why you're not moving? Let me tell you something that may be contrary to what most people will say. You're not. <laughs> I'm not. And that is a beautiful thing. Most people hold in high esteem that yes, you've graduated with this degree, therefore you are qualified, therefore you have doctor in front of your name or whatever it may be, some letters after your name and therefore, yeah, you've got it. And you need that for some degrees, for some you know fields, right? But the truth is, the more unqualified you are, guess what? You get more help from heaven. Because if you don't need the help, God's like, awesome. She's got it. I can go do things over here. Doesn't need my help. She's strong. She's got Holy Spirit. She's moving. All things are going well, right? But sounds like somebody's having a music party back there. So I think it's an awesome thing to be unqualified. I think it's an amazing thing to be unqualified. I'm like, I almost want to be as unqualified as possible. <laughs> so God can just step in and do most of the work. <laughs> that would be pretty great. So see, it's all about perspective. It's all about mindset. It's all about the, um, these precursors that we put in order to move to the next thing, in order for us to feel validated, when in reality, when we've dug in with him, it's like less of me, Lord, more of you, so we can actually get things done. So that is the call to action today. That is our call to action. If when he says, whom shall I send? You said, yes, send me, Lord then the next step is to actually start moving and dig in deeper with him so you can get clarity on your next steps. But don't let lack of clarity stop you from moving. He will provide and he will fill in the gaps. He will bring in the resources. He will bring you the people. Trust me, it all comes together beautifully. That's how he is. I yield my heart to you, Lord. I want to do what you have called me to do. I want to trust you to make me capable when I say yes. It's a beautiful thing to say yes and to watch him start to work. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and let's pray this week in as we are getting ready for the rest of our week and make sure, make sure that we stay in that place, in that space, 
This is your season. This is your testing time. Let's see where your source lies. <clears throat> Excuse me. So here we go. Thank you, Father, for another time together for this conviction that you have placed over us to truly understand why our emotions have taken us in one way or another. This has been a time of testing to see where we stand with you. But you have called us to be an influence in the space of business. A space that is known where people are seen as salesy, people are seen as wanting to take advantage of others just for personal gain. And Lord, you are calling us to not do business that way. You are calling us to be different because we are set apart. Lord, we thank you because you have called us. Lord, we thank you because you have created a space for us to serve. Help us, Lord, to open the doors of our business, to put that open sign in bright lights for people to see not only what we can do to help them, but to see you in the middle of their transformations. All we need to do is be willing. All we need to do is to want more of you and less of us. Lord, we are going to wake up every morning saying, good morning, Jesus, so that we can start our day from this point of entry with you being our source so that we can truly bear fruit, not of the knowledge of you, but of the representation of you through our actions, the movement of Holy Spirit, the true living God working in us and through us, through our daily tasks with our families and with our clients. We thank you and we praise you that you would see us qualified even when we have unqualified ourselves. And so here we go, Lord, into this new week. May it be a week where we bear much fruit for you. We ask all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me another day, day 271. Um, like I said, I am preparing something for you guys so that we can uh, start memorizing that scripture. I'm trying to decide if I just want it to be something in the group or if I should be sending you a daily email so that you're reminded of it. Let me know in your life what is easier and e the easiest way to communicate with you so I can be in your face so that you are remembering to practice those scripture readings. Is it text? Is it Facebook Messenger? Is it email? Is it just in the group? Um, what would be the easiest or the most productive for you or the most helpful for you? Um, let me know because I, I want to be able to reach you where you are at 
so that we can have this in the forefront, so that we can knock this out and be forces of, um, you know, forces for him out in the marketplace. So Shirley says email. Awesome. So let, let me know what you guys think and I will put something together for you and, um, and we will get this going in this coming week. So have a fabulous uh, day, everyone. Okay, I'm getting a few different ideas. Awesome. Have a fabulous day. I cannot wait to see what you do today. You may need to rest. You may need to work, whatever it may be. Do it unto the Lord, and I will see you tomorrow morning. Take care, everybody. Bye.